Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon Dreisaitl right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action. This is NHL overtime. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. After time, I've done my sentence, but committed no crime and bad mistakes. I've made a few. One of the greatest songs of all time. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer, along with Brendan Escott. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. It is Champions Week on Oilers Now. Over the course, basically, of yesterday through until uh, about next Sunday, four of the Oilers' uh, five Stanley Cup championships uh, will have their anniversaries uh, yesterday's was in many respects for me one of my favorites because the Edmonton Oilers found a way to win a Stanley Cup championship without the greatness of Wayne Gretzky the- well it seems like we've lost Stoffer early on once again here on Oilers Now, which, as he mentioned, is brought to you by Digitex. So there you go. As he was, uh, we'll give him a chance to uh, try and bridge that internet gap again here. You know what? All things considered, for the amount of home shows that we've been doing over the past two, two-plus months, the fact that this is only the second or third time that this has happened is uh, not, not, not too bad. So... I mean, this is a rabbit hole that we go down quite often. Which of the which of the Stanley Cup victories stands out most to you? We've heard uh, over the course of the last few months, or certainly in the year, year and a half that I've been here, about you know some of the players' opinions, some of the guys involved in those championship runs. We're going to continue that theme this week. That is the game plan today. 
We will hear, of course, the latest news from the NHL, and we do finally have some agreed-upon news and some things to fill you in on if you have missed it or tuned out over the weekend. Uh, we'll bring you up to speed with our NHL insider, John Shannon. He'll check in at 12.35. And where Bob was going with that is at 1.05, Craig Simpson, a former weekly recurring guest here on Oilers Now. Simmer is going to check in, relive uh, the 1988 and 1990 Stanley Cup Championships here uh, as a member of the Edmonton Oilers. Of course, Craig now one of the lead uh, color analysts on uh, NHL Hockey on Rogers broadcast alongside certainly one of my favorite voices in the game, Jim Houston. Houston, uh, for my vintage, is going to be one of those guys that I look back on and, and equate him very, very closely to the way that you may may look back on a guy like Bob Cole, for example. And uh, you know what? You can call me crazy. You can text me 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line if you think that I'm a little bit out to lunch on that one that Jim Houston may not be in the same maybe not uh, of the same ilk as a guy like uh, like a Bob Cole but I tend to disagree as part of the younger generation 135 by the way we'll hear from uh, host of Inside Sports here on 630 Chad Reed Wilkins you want to keep in touch you can do so on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline 780-496-0063 like most businesses the River Cree remains closed by the pandemic they will be back again with over 1350 slot machines 40 table games when the province opens up fully again by the way did you get out maybe enjoy the golf links yesterday we had some great weather i know i did <laughs> and we mentioned that 780-496-0063 is also your ashley fine floors text line ashley fine floors ready for your kids pre-game warm-up we're on twitter at Oilers now, Bob is at Bob underscore Stopper, and I imagine he's feverishly working to get his internet connection back online here. Of course, myself available at Brendan Escott. So, while we work to renegotiate contact with the big guy, not exactly the start we were hoping for here on Champions Week on Oilers now, but we'll do this. We'll dip into the Oilers now audio vault that's brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. We had chairman of the Oilers Entertainment Group, Bob Nicholson, on the show last week, and he gave his thoughts on what was then the proposed playoff format is now the finalized playoff format for the NHL team. So the the divisiveness in this, Nicholson will will explain here his feelings on why this isn't necessarily a, a format that benefits some of those upper echelon teams, but of course now uh, now they've shifted focus. This, this is something that the, the Oilers are just going to have to live with. Yeah, we, we're not sure which one it is. Uh, we're, we're hearing that format. Uh, uh, it's certainly one that I don't think is right. We, uh, our team, our players, our coaches, you know, we want to beat the teams in our division. Those are the those are the big four-point games. Our rivalry is Calgary and Vancouver. We always uh, looked at it, let's be in the top three in our division, you make the playoffs. And right. that's where we're headed. This format's different. We have to play Chicago. So we, I think we went from a 95% uh, chance to being in the playoffs to a 50%. Uh, but I can tell you one thing, uh, we've made our case. Whatever it is, I know our players are going to come back. We've had a heck of a hot season so far. We're going to win. And that's what our focus is, no matter who we have to play. All right, that is Bob Nicholson. Right. We're joined by Bob Stoffer. Welcome back. <laughs> 
Well, that's the uh, beauty of doing things, I guess, uh, from home. Uh, at what point uh, did, were the fans and the listeners to the show fortunate enough not to hear me anymore, Brendan? Well, we were. you were just getting into what made the 1990s uh, Cup so special because they did it without Gretzky, and that was sort of the last thought we heard. Okay. Well, anyhow, we'll have more of that coming up. Uh, so you, we missed the entire diatribe on the players' vote and all that sort of stuff coming down the pipe. So very busy weekend. Uh, and again, our apologies for the technical difficulties. And uh, Brendan getting into the orders now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online in directworkwear.com. So uh, bottom line here, tw- looks like 24 teams, 29 to 2 was the vote. Uh, the player proposal, most likely, uh, I'm told, was at 20 teams, and that meant that Edmonton and Toronto were in, and that lent greater credence to uh, the divisional uh, importance of divisional games already played and that sort of thing. Major reason why we want 24 teams from an NHL perspective will be the New York Rangers, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Montreal Canadiens, three of the big six revenue teams in the NHL. Phase two got announced today, and... Uh, Bob Nicholson, did you uh, run the clip about Nicholson uh, talking about the safety at Rogers Place? Because that's going to be a, uh, a, an issue moving forward for all teams, and it's going to get started here with Phase 2. You look at the square footage of our building. Uh, we can have teams in so many. We could have all 12 teams in the arena, in the hotel, having their own places to eat, their own places to, to meet. But within the, within the Rogers Place and J.W. Marriott, uh, Sutton, we can put a bubble around this uh, that I think is the most important part of this bid. Uh, you know, we're going to hear who wins this, uh, uh, but I think we've done an outstanding job. And how we've been able to work uh, with the uh, with the premier, he, he's been really good, and they've given us lots of good uh, information to put in our bid to get back to the National Hockey League. All right, that's Bob Nicholson on Friday's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, the situation is what the situation is, and the situ- it's it's funny because you've got some people, as an example, in in other parts of the country, and they're they're down on the whole concept of even having hockey return, and maybe it's understandable. I mean, Montreal sitting with twenty four thousand cases of COVID and twenty five hundred deaths. Toronto is at 9,600 cases and 743 deaths. Uh, Vancouver and Edmonton both kind of competing for a spot. Um, Vancouver Coastal at 888 positive cases and 86 deaths. Edmonton at 523 positive cases and uh, 13 deaths, just one in the month of May. I know I tweeted out last night, just six positive tests in Edmonton over the course of the last nine days. So, you know, things are things are starting to get, a, a, you know, better, obviously, in, in the Edmonton area. And there's nothing wrong with getting a little bit of positive news in that regard. And can it parlay itself into a restart to the NHL season? Well, there's a couple other factors that need to take place, and one of them uh, in the United States did take place. United States uh, Homeland Security waived exemptions and restrictions on foreign players coming in for professional sports like basketball and the NHL. What about Canada? Now, some have told me they do not see this being a long-term issue. Time will tell. But the fact is the U.S. has been more proactive. Of course, there's always politics and why some decisions get made. And some have suggested that this may be a very political uh, decision from Donald Trump, who uh, desires a return for professional sport. I will throw this out there right now, okay? 
as much as we all love hockey in Canada, and if you're listening to a show called Oilers Now, you probably like hockey. As much as it is a religion, and it, it, we have an unbelievable, loyal, and spectacular fan base in oil country, cannot be debated the support that uh, the fans have given for the hockey club through some very challenging times over the years. If you know anything or have had a chance to travel through the United States, the extent of fervor bordering on religion for college football in the southeast of the United States, man, I'm telling you, it is on a different level, okay? And I bring that up because I look at states like Georgia and Alabama and Louisiana and Florida and think to myself, if there's going to be a place that pushes the envelopes with fans sooner rather than later, and there's a sport that they're interested and engaged to do so, and because of the nature in many respects of people in that market, how they value their personal freedom and their right to make their own decision. And a lot of you out there would say they're completely crazy in doing so. But if there's going to be a come-to-Jesus moment for sport, I could see it happening in uh, – in the Southeastern Conference with football. In other words, when their football season gets started for college football in the fall, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities that they're pushing like heck to have fans in the stands for those games. Okay? I also don't think, in the case of the NHL, there's going to be, I think there will be a short-term mechanism in place to, to get a conclusion to this season as Stanley Cup champion. But I don't think there's going to be a lot of uh, energy and a lot of positive momentum to start up the 2021 season without fans in the NHL. But I know this. They're going to push the envelope in the southeast to play college football and to have fans there. And that might give us a bit of a, an opportunity to window to check some things out and to see, all right, well, let's see how they're doing with that. So today, Phase 2, what does it all mean? Well, we can tell you that uh, player participation in Phase 2 is strictly voluntary. Teams cannot force players to take part or even return to their club cities. NHL teams can reopen their training facilities to allow a maximum of six players at one time plus a limited number of club staff. Uh, This will only be permitted in communities where health officials have agreed to such activities being undertaken. Uh, Players who must travel to their team cities but do not have a permanent residence in those cities will be provided hotel accommodations for phase two including family if families are accompanying them we keep hearing about how important the family angle is with the players even if local health regulations don't require 14 day self-quarantine players traveling to team cities by public transportation of any kind such as commercial air or rail must undergo a 14 day self-quarantine quarantine testing of asymptomatic players and staff is only to be conducted in communities where there is an excess of testing capacity so it does not take away from health care workers and those most vulnerable to covid19 all players and staff who have access to players taking part in phase two are to be tested 48 hours prior to returning to club facilities with the expectation that results will be available within 24 hours. 
By the way, those are expensive tests to have done. So these are some of the sort of concepts that are taking place. Uh, by the way, no media around any of these groups in phase two, just as an FYI. So it's it's going to be, it's still very embryonic. I'm going to go 60-40 that we see a resumption with the NHL playoffs. I'm up to 60-40. There's still a lot of hurdles here and a lot of work to do. And absolutely, for many of you, there would be frustration that the Oilers would have been, in a 20-team NHL playoff, the Oilers would have been guaranteed a spot in the top 16. In a 24-team, they are not guaranteed a spot. They're going to have to play their way in. Many would say, well, Edmonton's just got to beat Chicago anyways. If they're not good enough to uh, beat Chicago, they don't deserve to be in. In a five-game playoff series, that's easier said than done. And the argument the other way is by having 24 teams in instead of 20, You've devalued the 70 games that have already been played this season. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. It is 12:22 in Edmonton. We're going to take a timeout. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30 Chat. 12:25 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you, along with Brendan Escott. Let's get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time every time. It's Elite Promotional Marketing. Here's Brendan Escott. All right. Well, uh, last night they did uh, the league and the Players Association sent out a uh, protocol for Phase 2. We went over most of it, but I'll just explain who's not allowed in team facilities during Phase 2. So the media, player agents, massage therapists, chiropractors, uh, player performance personnel, players, family members, or anybody else outside of that realm. Uh, so pretty tight restrictions on that kind of thing. Uh, according to John Shannon, I don't know if you read this off too, Bob, but the players and staff will be tested for COVID two days before starting phase two, and then twice a week after that 24-hour turnaround expected on those results. I imagine we'll hear more from John shortly after the 1230 news. Players are expected to wear uh, protective masks when entering or leaving the facility, but not when exercising or on the ice. Ultimately, just two teams disagreed with that playoff format, uh, Carolina and Tampa, for their individual reasons. And we'll wrap by telling you that Red Wings forward Dmitro Timoshov linked to a KHL team in a report out of Russia this weekend, but his representatives denied any legitimacy there. The 23-year-old started last year. His NHL debut with Toronto was then claimed off waivers by Detroit in February. Well, Carolina now gets the New York Rangers. And again, Carolina is in a similar position to Edmonton where they had a way higher probability being in the 60 playoff before and now they're going to have to earn their way there the Rangers have gone 4-0 against the Hurricanes this season and again the Oilers in the most likely scenario will have to play Chicago and I, I got to tell you you can text us at 780-496-0063 Ashley Pinefloor's text line uh, I was initially surprised in fact the guys at Cult of Hockey kind of tipped me off on this I didn't realize how much blowback was out there from fans and you know I don't want to be sitting there pontificating on the air being, you know, hey, the Oilers are getting kind of screwed here. But it was it was more the fans saying, hey, Bob, the Oilers are getting, this is ridiculous. You know, they should be, they've completely devalued the importance of divisional play. And that should matter for something. And, uh, again, if Edmonton had won against Vegas in game number, what was it, game number 70 for the Oilers? Or they got in a win in game 71, which was the last game, which was just a weird feel against Winnipeg that night. 
we might be having a conversation as to who they're playing. And, and that happens. But you know what? There's no ideal situation. And we still don't know if we're inevitably going to pull this off. Again, I'm at 60-40. And I have no further information on, on the three Pacific Division uh, candidates to be a pod host. But I will tell you this. Vegas can pretty much go and do their own thing as a state. They've got a license to print money with the casino industry. Um, you know, they had a prominent uh, Middle East donor uh, donate several millions in testing equipment. They can give up rooms to the league for free, and that's going to help their bid. And I think we're going to have a bit of an altruistic debate to, to take place because – the, the caseloads in Edmonton and Vancouver are very good. I mean, Vegas has got under 350 deaths in, the, in, in, in their uh, market as well. But we'll see where this goes moving forward. And again, because we're getting more information about COVID-19 and the pandemic, things change with the more information we get as well. And so that'll be intriguing to uh, to get a bit, bit of a scope of things. John Shannon today at 1235. Craig Simpson, part of Champions Week at 105. Off to a global news weather traffic update at 1228 with Kerry McCarthy. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.